What's up, everyone? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, what's good, everyone? Come on. What's good? Yeah. Happy New Year. Listen, we got a a special guest. Mm -hmm. Special. Yo, uh, we're about to bring someone that is a motivational speaker someone that is a coach, a mother, yo, get a pen, pad, notebook, everything. We, mm-hmm. we, yo, she about to drop some gems, yep. diamonds, diamonds. Yo, I, I'm, I'm telling you, yo, I, I'm telling you, once she come in, y- y'all going to be like, I wasn't ready. Y'all going to be Kevin Hart. I wasn't ready. Hold on. What? I wasn't huh? ready. Yo, we're going to see how <laughs> yeah. a Wonder Woman come on the set today. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but you know, before we bring her on, you know, we got to do an introduction, of course. Yep, you know, all right, talk to them. Come on, so you know how I go. Come on, so first thing we're going to talk about is working out, exercise. Mm-hmm. So, to be honest with you, um, this was really like. If you debate with me about working out, exercising, or reasons to work out, exercising, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think you need your head examined. I- I'm-, I'm just being completely <laughs> honest with you. I'm being honest with you. Just like that? No, no I'm, I-, I-, I, didn't- I didn't mean it like, nah, I'm going to be, I-, I didn't mean it as nah, be what you're saying, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm- but I'm just saying like, because, you know, in, in episodes where we talk about, um, you know, ingredients and everything we always one thing about we always get criticism which is our love yeah um and since uh in this one we're talking about working out if you give us debates about working out i don't know what's up i seriously seriously basically but um as far as like you know um giving this is uh, a picture of 50 reasons to, to work out, 50 reasons to exercise. Come on. Lifts your mood, improves learning abilities, builds self-esteem, keeps your brain fit, keeps your body fit and able, boosts your mental health, uh, boosts your immune system, reduces stress. So I- I'm not going to go through the whole 50 uh, things of what uh exercise and working out does but it's 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 exercising is very it's more than just staying fit physically yes it's definitely more than just you just looking good physically you know what i'm saying because i I, i'm gonna tell you tc a lot of men work out just to show off for ladies. I'ma just Basically, be honest. Yeah. Come on. We yeah. work a lot of a lot of men 
work out to show off for ladies. Sure, I, even I was guilty of that once a point in time. I got a lot to you. <laughs> come on, come on. So, mm-hmm. um, so this is of even if you're taking twenty minutes of your time, like even if you 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 feel like you don't have time, just do like a couple of push-ups. You know, uh, get, do like uh, uh, you're like all right. So I have a busy, productive day today. So I'm gonna just do fifty push-ups, and that should be my day as working out. You know, just yeah. something simple as that. Mm-hmm. You know. So, yeah. Anything you want to add, TC? Before we move on to you the know, next the best one? thing I can say about exercising, exercising is just as important as drinking water. Facts. If you drink water every day, well, how much glass do you supposed to have every day? Like what? Six. Whatever the case is. It improves the quality of life. That's all exercising is doing. Mm-hmm. Especially like young people now. I'm seeing us kind of we going down here, bro. Mm. We need to start working these muscles again. We got to stay on. as long as possible. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Come on. So um, now on to the next one. Yeah. Dextrose. All right. So Dextrose um, is an ingredient that you see uh, in the grocery store. We're going to talk about ingredients again. So dextrose is not a problem. Let me say that first. Dextrose is not a problem when you see it in a, in a, in, a, in, a gro- in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Dextrose is a natural sugar and it is used for energy. So it is identical for glucose or blood sugar. So Mm -hmm. dextrose is also made from corn, uh, which from corn, which is used in food, um, food or medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. So now here's the trick part about dextrose in, in foods. When you see dextrose in ingredients with artificial sweeteners, like we talked about that in the previous episodes, Mm-hmm. then, of course, if you consume too much sugar, the body will store it as extra fat. So consuming too much simple sugar can lead to weight gain, heart yes. disease, diabetes, acne, and low energy. So even though dextrose are used to benefit someone, it can, it, it, it can benefit someone rather than harming them. That's another thing. So dextrose actually benefits people. Okay? So dextrose is used uh, when some people, like bodybuilders, when they are finishing working out, post-workouts. They use it as a post-workout. Yeah. So dextrose and food are in corn syrups, sweets, processed foods, starchy foods, and much more. Mm-hmm. So now in uh in medicine, dextrose, this is used to uh so uh this is used dextrose is used in medicine or you could say um um you know when when you're in the hospital they use it 
uh, when your blood sugars are low. Mm. So dextrose is used in medicine and it's quickly to treat low blood pressure. It treats dehydration and provides nutrition, amino acid, and other substance. So dextrose is also used in um, bath products. Hold on. Let me just, okay, yeah. So it's also used in bath products, makeup, skin care, hair care, and, you know, animal food. Yeah. Um, so too much dex- dextrose can be a risk of swelling, rapid breathing, excessive thirst, diarrhea, low blood of, of false fight. I hope I'm saying it right. False fight. Uh, false, yeah, false fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fluid in lungs, low blood uh, mag- magnesium, high blood, high blood sugar, confusion, loss of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So now to avoid dextrose, if you have the following high blood pressure, low potassium, uh, low potassium levels in food, and if you have swelling in the arms, legs, or feet, and when fluids build up in arms, avoid dextrose in the following. This is the stuff of what I've researched. Now, information. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, dextrose is... It's natural. It's it's a natural sugar, you know. Yeah. It, yeah so it's I'm gonna say it, it benefits people rather than just harming someone. So it's mm. not a problem. So yeah. But basically, too much of it could be yes. an issue. Yes. Which, same thing. Yeah. It's it, it's the same thing. Like you know, when you have too much of anything, like uh, yep. you, yeah. It's just like uh, when you have. Like when we talked about in, a, in previous episode, we talk about uh, black seed oil. Mm-hmm. If you have too much of that, it can, you know, cause risk. You know, yeah. sometimes too much of something can be a risk of something. Even water. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's much it. TC, anything you want to add before we jump in to... Our guest. Oh, I'm ready to jump in with this guest. Come on. It's going to be go. a doozy tonight. Come on. All right, y'all. We're all ready. Let's get it. On, on everyone. Already know TC. What's up, Come on. What's up? Let's go. We got it. Look, listen. Let, let me tell y'all something about this guest right here. I'm telling you. Like, I've been a fan of Sade for years. And... I'm it's, it's, I'm actually complete like oh my god like she here word like <laughs> I'm here speaking to you word <laughs> yo <laughs> um oh. for, let's go for our listeners please introduce yourself oh uh, uh, yeah my name is uh, Shade Burrell born and raised San Diego California uh, don't let that fool you I do not have money I am broke <laughs> don't let that fool you. no don't let that fool you. Y'all keep thinking San Diego sunshine and San Diego zoo and stuff like that. No, nah, that's not how I grew up. Of course, the lifestyle I live now is completely different than how I grew up. But uh, mm. I grew up in and out of foster care. My mother did the best she could. My father was in and out of prison. Didn't really meet him till later on to life. 
uh, and me having experience of entering foster care is what made me really who I am now. Uh, all the good in me is because of foster care. All the bad in me, foster care, right? Uh, a lot. Of, I had a lot of unique experiences in foster care, and those unique experiences actually contributed to the state of California having to change certain laws. Uh, some of the laws that I've helped uh, create here in California, Senate Bill 1252, which allows foster youth to stay in housing program to age 26 because uh, they were kicking, sorry, age 25. They were kicking us out of housing program at age 21, 22, 23, 24, when we needed as much support as possible. Some of the basics that, that maybe your parents might've taught you, even, even if it was a one parent household, such as, you know, showering, cooking, you're managing somewhat of money, even if it wasn't the best. I mean, we weren't taught any of that stuff. So a lot of those stories stick with me and it made me who I am. And, and I'll get into this later, but that's important because it also made me have the type of, of, of attitude and demeanor that I have now. And, and, it's, and it's in a good way. It's really what got me to where I am. So I'm also a mother of two children. Got a little girl, little boy, ages nine and 10. Uh, they'll be, I can't believe they'll be 11 and uh, 10 uh, this year, actually. So uh, it's been a, that's one of the, the highlights of my life, really, is, is being a mother, being able to impact their lives. Um, I think oftentimes I, I say I never want to be a public, public success and a private failure. I, I, I never wanted that. So I try to make sure who I am at home, that my children love me, and that when I leave the house, they still love me and they want me to come back home. So, so that, that's who I am in a, in a nutshell. Uh, my day-to-day -day job, I work at San Diego uh, Mesa College. I am a, my official title is a, a, a associate professor. I just got tenured this year. I work with foster youth in college. I run a program. I built a program at, at the college that serves current and former foster youth. And aside from that, I do a lot of advocacy work. I travel a lot speaking and really just helping out foster youth to, to, to make sure that they have the tools that they need to be successful and whatever their definition of success is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. Let's go. That's big right there. What's what's your definition of what's your definition of success? And for me personally, here's what I will say. Let's... I believe that that success is a personal thing. And I think that we got to be careful getting caught up in what other people's visions and what other people's definition of success is. See, my my definition of success is having the love and support of my children, having a tribe around me, having support around me. My definition of support is if you tell me no, I can still have a whole bunch of other ways to do it anyway. It don't bother me when you say no. It doesn't impact me when you say no. I'm like, I ask you to do something. You say no, hey, say no more, say less. It's all good. And that's my definition of what success to me. I love being able to tell people, hey, I'm asking you because I want to ask you not because I need to ask you. So for me, it's a, it's, it's a need versus a want. And so for me, that I, success is just all, it's all in me. That's my definition. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like you find your truth, which is a beautiful thing. Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. And that's, what it's, that's really what it's all about um, when you say finding your truth. I think a lot of times, see, now I'm, I'm, I'm a lot older than, you know, than when I was, when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I had this vision of what success was. And at that time, my vision of success was graduating from college, which is very interesting because college was not something I was supposed to do, nor a place I was ever supposed to go. Why do I say that? 
One, because when I was, I, my daughter's in fifth grade right now. She's in fifth grade. I, I always tell my daughter, she's been to one school. I said, by the time I was in fifth grade, I went to five different elementaries. Like five different ones. I went to one middle school. I went to two high schools. By the time I went to high school, I didn't start high school to 10th grade because I was kicked out. Because I, I, I there's some discrepancy whether I was kicked out, whether they forced me out, whatever. And what happened was they put me in a group home. When I was in a group home, juvenile hall, and all these different institutions, none of the credits from, from the different institutions transferred to a regular high school. So when I started high school in 10th grade, they said, oh, you have zero credits. You're going to graduate at 19. I'm not trying to be 19 in high school. Like I have to graduate with my class. Mm -hmm. And so I worked hard to make sure that I went to school from 6, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. for three years because I had to catch up a whole year. I never had a summer off. Never had a summer off. And in between me going to my last seventh period class, and they used to call it ROP, is like a, a class that you'd be able to take and it counted for, for high school credit. In between there, I, I did track and field. When I wasn't okay. doing track and field, I did cross country. When I wasn't doing cross country, I did basketball. I did always did some type of sport. I always did something because that's what kept me going. And so barely, and when I entered, these high schools, I could barely read or write. So when I graduated, I was somewhat able to read and write. I was able to fool people enough to get me to read and write. But when, I, when it was time to take a test, I scored the lowest you can get on a college exam uh, to, to enter into a community college. I got the lowest math, the lowest English, and I only went to college because I was supposed to go to the Air Force, but I didn't want to serve under the who the president was at that time. I said, I'll wait till the next president and I'll serve. But I had a counselor who just kept saying, hey, let's just do, do, do another semester, another semester, another semester. Next thing you know, I'm transferring to SDSU on a full ride academic scholarship through the Alex Smith Foundation. Uh, for those of you who don't know who Alex Smith is, he was a quarterback for the 49ers. He was a second round draft pick in, I think, 2006 uh, with Reggie Bush. Uh, him, and, him, and, him and Reggie actually uh, played, played, uh, played football here in San Diego at Helix. And so uh, Alex Smith played for the 49ers. He went on for the Kansas City Chiefs. And right now, if you get a chance to look up his story, this man had a remarkable story about how he came back to the NFL after his leg and everything like that. So after earning his scholarship, going graduating debt-free from college, I was like, all right, cool. This, it, this, this, this is success. But then life hit me. <laughs> and I graduated, and I had a social work degree, and they tried to pay me $12 an hour. <laughs> to work as a social worker in San Diego. Boy, my paycheck was about, about 1800. My rent was uh 1100. Childcare was 1400. So it was like, hold on, this ain't cutting it. So um I quickly went on to school to USC. I went to my for my masters, earned my masters at USC. And then even then, uh I and, and here's here's something I've never said publicly. And I would say this publicly one, because I, I, I have a lot of respect for what you guys are doing. I got a chance to watch your podcast on YouTube. I've never said this publicly. I am actually in school right now, finishing up my doctorate. Uh, I, I, I just, I start, I start school this upcoming Saturday. Um, I'm starting my, my doctorate program uh, at UCSD and I'm uh, earning a doctorate in educational leadership. Nice. Let me wrap that all up. This is why I say this. Success used to be education to me. That's not it. I was young and, and, and immature. I, I love I love accomplishing goals. That's what it is. And for me, my goals allow me to say no. 
That's a whole nother word right there. That's a, my goals allow me to say no. That's a gem you dropped hold us on. now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I actually, <laughs> I, hold on, Sade. I actually have a question for yeah. you about the power of no, but it's, it's later on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we, me and TC do have a couple of questions for you to drop. So that way our listeners, you know, can get this value, you know, can, can get this. Okay. What did she just say? Oh, my, oh, that was fire. Hold on. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But keep going. Continue to say it. After that, me and TC going to ask you a couple of questions. Mm -hmm. And, and, and y'all stop me whenever y'all want because sometimes hey, I go on these tangents. I'm telling you. you just, hey. And you need me to stop. <laughs> it's you your show to today. Keep going. Yes. It's your show. Do what you Let want. Keep going. <laughs> so, so like I said, my goal is allow me to say no. That's my only that that's all I wanted. Okay. I don't I don't want nobody, I don't like people controlling me. No, mm -hmm. no, I can't stand people controlling me. Even when I was in group homes, when they put me in the group home, they used to lock us in this little blue room with a window. And it was blue, it was a blue carpet. People would urinate in there. They would they, they use the number two in there. They didn't care. They do all kinds of things. They lock the next person back up in there. I was in juvenile hall. They put me in a room with a young lady. She was 17. She just got done murdering someone. Why am I in the room with her? Another girl coming off heroin. So you lock me in rooms with these people. That's why I don't like people controlling me. Because mm -hmm. when people had control of me, they, they misused me. They abused it. And so now I'm like the best person in my life to control me is me. And so um, and I, I'll let y'all get into the questions because that, that has a lot, to, control has a lot to do with success because we live in a, in a, in a, in a mentality, we live in a society where we're making it okay for people to depend on people, places, situations, mm -hmm. governments. I, I mean, I, I ain't going to get started on the government and stuff like that. How we just, how we make it okay. Now look at this. I ain't going to tell you, I ain't going to take the 600, but I ain't going to depend on those 600. Let's go. Let's go. Mm -hmm. It's a different. Uh -huh. That's right. You give it to me, I roll with it. Cool, no problem. But I ain't sitting there. If I don't get it, I'm spray painting their house. No, I ain't sitting <laughs> on that. Exactly. Uh, I'll, I'll let y'all get into the question. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right, Diamond. All right. Um. So, first question we have for you is, how can people find out, or how can people observe? of what they do with their life if either they are and how and also you know of course they got to be honest with themselves how can they find out or observe if they're living a great life or something that is missing or confusing in their life yep so so this is when we begin to do an inventory of our lives uh same way have you ever went through some of your clothes and you're like, all right, I don't know if I can fit this anymore. No, this ain't even season anymore. I ain't wore this in years, right? I do that sometimes with my clothes. I'm like, okay, I no, nah, I can't fit that. I gained weight. I lost weight. That ain't in style no more. You do an inventory of your life, and you get rid of stuff. And when you get rid of stuff, I usually take it, if it's in good condition, I take it down to Goodwill, Salvation Army, whatever, give it on to the next person. That's what I like to think of my life as. I do an inventory of my life. All right, let me let me take a look at all areas of my life. Let me look at all my relationships, whether that's friendships, whether that's intimate relationships, whether that's uh, co colleagues. It don't matter what it is. Let me look at, at, at when when you walk in the room. What's my reaction? What's what's my reaction? So I need to do a complete inventory of my reaction 
And then I need to do a complete inventory of your reaction and let's sit down. See, we don't have these honest conversations with ourselves when we do inventory. We like to, uh, uh, going back to the clothes analogy, we like to say, oh no, I'm gonna lose about 15 more pounds and I'm gonna be able to fit in that. Girl, get out of weight. Them 15 pounds ain't never going away. Just give it away and accept who you are now and move forward. But if you really want to fit it, you really want to fit in that dress. That dress is it. It ain't never going out of style. You're going to work hard to lose those 15 pounds because you're going to get back in that dress. That's the same thing with your life. You have to say, all right, cool. I did an inventory. I like this. I don't like that. This makes me smile. This doesn't make me smile. This is what's helping me reach my goals. This is what's helping me, you know, I, I'm falling over here. You have to be honest with yourself and you got to get honest people around you who are going to be truthful with you. I got friends around me who make me cry. I mean, mm. I got this one homegirl, shout out to Cassandra. She owns a, a, um, a beautiful venue out here in San Diego called Sip Bar, Sip, Sip, Beer, and, uh, Sip Beer and Wine out here in San Diego. And she, and she, she, I met her back when I was making $12 an hour. Uh, at this place we were working at well, as a social worker and she was waking, making way more than me. That's why she told me to go to school because she knew she was making like way more than me. So she said, you need to go to school, Sade. Anyways, back to my story. My my friend said to me, she said, uh, it's time for me to buy a house. About four years ago, I bought the house I'm in right now. I bought it. The best decision I ever made was to buy this house I'm in now. And I said, yo, I ain't, I'm, I'm not going to go sign for that house. She said, why? I said, I don't like the countertops. She said, she said, what? I said, I don't like the countertops and the tub. And the tub bring me trauma. She said, girl, if you don't get your butt in some therapy, go down to them clothes, do that clothes and sign that paper. Get yourself some help and go sign that paper. Are you out of your mind? That's going to be the best investment that you make right now. Go do it. At that time, I was only 28 years old. She, I, I was like, no, nah, I can't. She had me on the phone. You ever have on them cry? When you just snot coming down and you, uh, 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 mm -hmm. you can't even catch yep. your breath. That's yeah. what she had me doing because she was cursing me out all in love. She did it to me a few months, about a year ago. She did it to me too. When it's time for me to take my business to another level, I was like, yo, I can't afford that. So no, I ain't doing that. She said, are you out of your mind? Everybody needs that one person in their life who's going to make you cry, not because they don't like you or they hate you or they criticizing you because they just want to bring you down, but because they love you and they want to see you grow. You need those people around you because that's how you're going to say, all right, I, I'm not living life the way I need to live life. Yep. I need, Let's go. I, so I'm, I'm going to give you, I, I actually have this speech that I, that I give and it's, uh, it's called the four C's. Let's see if I can remember all four of them. Um, and, and I'm going to help you all. This, these are the four people I need y'all to get in your life. The first person I need you to get in your life is a coach, right? A coach, right? A, a coach. I'm not talking about no, uh, I'm, I'm not talking about, it's four different personalities, right? I'm not talking about life coach. I'm not talking about business coach. No, no, it's four people in your life. Now, a coach, think about a basketball coach, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson never dribbled a ball on that court when Kobe, when Shaq, when Rick, when Rick and all them were out there. He, he didn't dribble out there. Phil Jackson always sat on the sideline and he calmly, he was the most calm coach ever. You never seen Phil throwing stuff, doing nothing. Cause Phil was confident in the in how he coached. And I don't know if y'all watched the 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 documentary uh Last Dance, The Last Dance with, with Michael Jordan and all of them. 
they said that that Phil had them doing activities during warm up that was like like part of the Native Americans uh, 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 heritage. And Phil explained why he did that. That's why you never seen Phil throwing stuff. A coach draws out the plan. A coach says, "Look, you're gonna go through here. You're gonna go here. You're gonna pass the ball here, and then you're gonna shoot." We gonna we gonna run the clock down. We are gonna do this. I want you to get the ball to MJ. Get it to Kobe because they gonna shoot that shot. They gonna make it. The coach trusts you. The coach outlines everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of us need that person in our lives who gonna outline everything. I need you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need you to be right here with me, helping me outline this stuff. And a, and, and you ain't always gotta pay for a coach. Sometimes it, it could be like it, it could be wh- whoever, but somebody who you know is going to help you outline everything, right? The second person I want you to have in your life is a, is a connector. A connector is, oh, the connector is somebody, when you walk in a room, everyone's like, hey, what's up, such and such, how you doing? Where you been at? Oh, man. They know everybody in the room. They tell you, hey, move this way, move that way, talk to that person, don't talk to that person. They love this, they love that. They connect you and so on. If you need something dumb, they'll be like, hey, say no more. Like I was just on the phone with one of my one of my connectors. I was like, "Hey, I gotta get my living room um, painted. I need I need a painter." Mind you, we never talk about this random stuff. You like, oh, I got a painter for you. The painter will be here after this interview. The painter is gonna be here. Like this is somebody who knows everyone. And if if I want to talk about business related stuff, matter of fact, this person, the connector, helped me create my first speaking contract. Cause I was just going out there, just oh, you can pay me whatever. Like mm-hmm. just pay me when you get an opportunity. Right? She like, heck no. She connected me to, to, to all these people, right? Then what I want you to do is I want you to have a cheerleader. Let's go. Oh, I want you to have a cheerleader. A cheerleader is the person who I don't care what kind of mistakes you make in life. I don't care how bad it is. That cheerleader is standing on the side and you know what they're doing. Good ass. Good answer. Hey, that one person on that family feud. Good answer. Good answer. We all done seen them. We're like, yeah, that was a stupid answer. And everyone clapping. Good answer. Good answer. That's what a cheerleader does for you. When you when you when you get yourself in that market, what is it, uh, little MLMs, and, and you selling another product, another tea, <laughs> you selling another uh, another get rich. Hey, I'm into Fortex and all this other stuff. Now, now you got thirty different ideas. That that good answer. Good answer. That's who you need. Everyone needs that. No matter how dumb the idea is, how stupid the, the idea is, they're right there with you. I love are, that. What's that? I love that so much. Oh, yeah. What, you, what you're saying is so true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and uh, watch, me, I'm, I'm about to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me know if you need to share your uh, screen. I, I need to go back me, real quick. Listen, oh, oh, no, hold on. Oh, oh, Let oh, me know oh. if you need to share a screen or something. It's already, oh. it's ready for you. It's ready okay, for you. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to. Let me see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Give me one second, coach. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to get this ready for y'all. Let me see. I'm trying to get it, get it, get it. Oh, let's see if I if I can bring it up. Oh, I can't bring it up. All right. So so anyway, so so I mentioned the the, the three. I got the you got the coach. You got the connector. You got the cheerleader. And this is why I'm, I'm trying to bring this one up for y'all because this is the one that I really want to really want to go in on y'all. I already put you can share your screen. All good. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Give me one second, y'all. Give me one second. No problem. No problem. 
Oh. Oh. Sh sh let me see. Oh, I'm going to get it on here. I got a whole entire presentation on this one. I got a mm -hmm. whole entire presentation on this one. Oh. Give me one second, one second, one second. Work with me. Work with me. Work with me. Oh, Paul. We, we here. This is your show. Hey, if you want to pull out a whole chain, you want to teach us how to cook certain things, so I'm down. <laughs> right. Your right. show. If you want right. to. Hey, let me uh let me grab something real quick because it's gonna be better. Give me one second. Okay, no problem. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So this is what it is, y'all. Let's. But yo, she answered most of our questions already, oh. and it's already it's it's not even thirty minutes yet, bro. It's, all it's, the, I'm just sitting here like, damn, what can I say next? <laughs> Let's go. This is what oh, I'm talking yeah. about. Yo, all right, all right, all right, all right. So here we go. All right. All right, this is what I'm about to go in on, okay? Uh, all right, so we got the four people that you need. I told y'all about the coach. I told y'all about the connector. I told y'all about the cheerleader. But this person right here I'm about to tell y'all y'all really need is a challenger. This is th this answers your question that you just asked, that you just asked about, uh, Diamond. Hey, a challenger. The reason why, remember that person I told you, the one who you crying about? The one you, uh, uh, that's a challenger. And people mess, mess around with challengers and they call them haters. No, ain't nobody hating on you. We're trying to help you. It's a difference between hating and helping. And one of the things I talked about, I wanted to bring it up on the screen, but this is my book, The Opportunity Guy, right here. I purposely put this in my book. I put in here The Challenger. I wanted people to understand that a challenger is a person that walks up to you and say, why would you not buy that house? Why would you not take that opportunity? Why are you tripping? Why are you not doing what you said you were supposed to do? Why? You need, why are you, why, mind your own, get your own house right first. And, 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 and that's our problem is that challengers are naturally put as haters. They're not haters. You ever go on somebody's Instagram and you like, man, I just want to leave a comment. Just tell them to just move this a little bit to the left, but I can't say anything because if I say anything, they're going to say I'm a hater. And then you're going to get 30 other people who mm. don't have these four people in their life. You ain't nothing but a hater. You, like, well, I was just trying to help the sister out. She just need to shift it a little bit more to the left, but she ain't want to shift it to, you need a challenger in your life. Let me tell you this. Now, let me make this point right here. The challenger, with the, the, the challenger is somebody who people oftentimes find, that's the last person people want to find. That's why, I, that's why I wanted to end with that one. That's the last person people want to find. Because don't nobody want nobody critiquing them. Nobody oh, wants people telling them, hey, uh, great idea, but let me let me help you. Nobody wants that. We only want cheerleaders around us. That's your problem. We got too many cheerleaders. Say that one Come more on. time. Say that one Come more on. Time. They didn't catch that. They didn't catch that. Let's they didn't go. Hear that. Say that one more time. We got <laughs> way too many cheerleaders. Not enough mm -hmm. challengers. Mm -hmm. Not enough coaches. Not enough connectors. But you got cheerleaders all up your spot, all up, up and down. Nobody wants to. You don't want no cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. I was on. I was on. I was on someone's live the other day, and I'm and I'm. I, I like to listen to the to the Instagram lives and stuff like that. And I'm listening to another business coach give advice to somebody, and my man's not taking it. He's like, nah, but that's not what I want to do. I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, brother, you 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 ain't go, you, you don't know. It was so bad. The business coach was like, hey, well, you do what you do. 
I, I ain't nobody. We need challengers. We need coaches. We need connectors and we need cheerleaders. But if do me a favor, I need you to start with a challenger first. Cause if you really, if you want to, if you want to go, right. If, if you really want to go to a whole nother level and not take as long, right. Instead of taking 10 years, we can, we can cut that in half, three quarters. Instead of taking that long, get yourself a, cheer, a challenger, a challenger. Now here's, here's the trick. Cause I do this activity whenever I do a speaking engagement, I say, okay, I want you to list people in, in, in each one. And this is a mistake people do. I'm going to tell you why this is a mistake. What they do is they say, oh, my mom is my cheerleader and she's my coach. My sister, my, oh, I got my friend here. And they put people in more than one spot. You shouldn't do that. Let me tell you why you shouldn't do that. The reason why you shouldn't do that is because when you put people in more than one spot, you confuse them. You want them to be a cheerleader in that moment, but they're trying to connect you to somebody. They're like, hey, we ain't got time to be, I ain't got time to be clapping you all the way. I'm trying to connect you to this opportunity mm -hmm. because you need, it's time for you to stop receiving claps. We don't need no more. How many more claps do you need? You no more claps, connection. And now you, now you done tied into a whole hater. You don't want to be their friend. You don't have nothing to do with them. You want none of, nothing to do with them. So what I'm asking you guys to do with these four people that you're going to get in your life, I need you to don't put that person in more than one category. My challenger is not my cheerleader at all. My connector is not my coach at all. They, they, they all, everybody got different roles in my life. And so that's what that, that now here's what people say, Shade, I grew up in the hood. Shade, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in an environment where ain't nobody doing good. I'm, I'm in, even if you're in a trap house, it's no excuses nowadays. You know why? Cause everybody got at least an Obama phone. Everybody at least got an Obama phone. And when you go on your phone, they have this thing called Instagram. They have this thing called TikTok. They have this thing called Facebook. They have so many different ways where you can connect with mentors and they don't even know that, that they are your mentors. It's all about the content that you're receiving inside of yourself. I'm not on, now I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not on these gossip websites and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not following any of them. I'm not following any of them, not one. Doesn't mean I don't gauge every once in a while. Yeah, I, I might. What the, what what's going on here? So mm -hmm. I can stay updated on what's going on. So when I give my speeches, I know what these young people are are really into. I mm -hmm. might go in the shade room just to look and say, okay, all right, I see that this is what this is the new trend or whatever it might be. But notice I'm not doing it for my own personal gain because I want to sit down and, and gossip. I'm doing it so I can go out and give a speech and I've already secured a check. So I'm technically doing research for something again my challenger put me on to that my connector got me to speaking engagement my cheerleaders in the audience sitting down clapping and my coach helped me draw out this whole entire plan so all four of those things go together and so again i said where do you find these people at you you literally can find them all on social media it, it, it you if, if you don't have not one person around i mean not one person i need you to here, here's a few things i'm, I'm gonna give you tips on where you can go Right. Uh, the first place is uh, if you're in school or whatever, if you're in school, if you, if you let's say you're in high school, I need you to find one of your high school teachers and I need you to go up to them and I need you to ask them for help. Quit with the I'm the cool person in the class. I'm too good for this. I, hey, if you don't know how to read, you don't know how to write. Go ask for help. 
and say, hey, can you be my mentor? If you're, if you're, if you're, if you're over uh, the high school age or whatever, and you're like, I have nothing, and I'm not going to, let me, this is what I'm going to say. People ain't going to always agree with this, but, but listen to me. Take your butt to college. Community college is free. It's free. That's where you can meet the same professors that teach at the four-year institutions. People don't know that trick. The same, take your butt. If you are in the hood, you in Crenshaw, right? You in East Dago, you wherever, you can go to any community college, take a class for free, and you're not there to take a class. You're there to meet people. You're there to meet. Now you're learning something. You're, it's free. You already didn't have anything to do with your time anyways. You was gossiping. You was running around with your homegirl talking about Birkin bags, and you ain't never seen one in person. Mm. So take your butt. Go, 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 go look for a reason. Go take a gardening class. Go, 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 go teach yourself how to produce your own food. How do you do all that? A lot of stuff is at your local community colleges. You can go there for free. Mm -hmm. The moment they start charging you a dollar, that's when you say, never mind, this no longer serves me. Right? No longer <laughs> Yo, let's go. They no longer mm -hmm. serve me. They ain't catch that. They yeah. ain't catch that. You want me to pay how much? You say your health fee is what? Oh, yeah, no, nah, never mind. I got to go. You use free until free is no longer serving your purpose, right? And that's all I did. I went to community college because it was free. I went to a four-year because it was free. That, 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 that's it. And I met people there. And now let's say you're like, hey, I don't want to take no classes and nothing like that. Say no more. This is what I want you to do. I need you to go on Google, and I need you to type in some networking events for you to go to, right? They have all type of events now. And everything's online during COVID right now. So you can easily start meeting people online and then eventually what happens is when the world opens back up, go to one of the events in person. It's too many ways to find these four people that I've talked about. Now, if somebody That's comes true. to me and says, Sade, I can't find her anywhere. I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Take your butt to the public library in the hood. Even the hood got a public library. Mm, go to the public library. <laughs> Go, but, but, but see, people don't always talk about this. Go to the public library. Somebody's always throwing a Malcolm X uh, 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 event. Someone, uh, you always got the, you always got the extra woke people up there. <laughs> always at the Malcolm X library. I'm saying, you always got them there. Go hang with them until you can figure out what you want out of your life. Mm -hmm. Go to, and if you like, well, Shade, I ain't, I ain't black. So what about me? Let me tell you this. You can go to any, go to the John F. Kennedy Library. They got one of those everywhere too. Go any, you go anywhere and you can find these resources, but you got to be willing to seek those resources. And you got to be willing to say, hey, I don't care. I'm in a, I'm in a desperate state right now. I'm in a desperate state. Sorry, y'all. I went off on a tangent. Sorry about that. Oh, nah, okay. you go, nah, you good. Oh, good. You just, you just answered most of our questions. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, TC one of my questions is you see how you came from like rough beginnings and like people still try to find themselves like what the, like what motivated you to get to where you are and like what can people do like to get to the same level as you yeah so so I think what motivated me was Again, I, I told y'all about the word no. That, that mm -hmm. was one thing. 
uh, the control thing was one thing. And then I looked around my environment. Like the environment, I, I grew up around a lot of roaches, a lot of rats. Mm -hmm. A lot of us in the house. It was I. I have I have seven brothers and sisters. Only only five of us are alive. Right now, growing up, it was only six of us. Um, so we had a house full of uh, of people, people coming in and out. And the only clean room in that house was was me and my brother's room because we shared a room. That was like the only room the roaches never entered. I said, I can't keep the whole house clean because all they do is dirty it up. But I can keep my environment clean. And so realizing that I figure out what I can't control and I control it. And I realized that nobody was ever coming to really save me. People might come to help me, right? They might throw the little floating thing out in the river, but they're not actually going to pull you in. You got to learn how to swim. You got to learn how to, how to get into that little, little circle thing so that you can uh, get to the mm -hmm. boat. And so for me, Knowing that 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 if I didn't that if I if I did the same behaviors that the people around me did, I knew exactly where I'll end up at. I knew what would happen if I did those same behaviors. I knew I knew where I would live. I knew how I would live. And I said, I don't want this. And so I said, if I do the opposite, I wonder what would happen. Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't extreme, maybe the opposite could have been me. Uh, I don't know, just gra just graduating high school was, was a big deal, right? So even if I graduate high school, is, is that is that going to make a is that going to make a, a difference? If if what if I instead of doing drugs, I've never here's one I've never in my life done a drug, never in my life have I ever done drugs. If people say, well, you live in California, you never even smoke weed, not even weed, not nothing. Right. I've never in my right. life done anything. I've, I've never done that. And the reason why I never did it is because I've seen what happens when people did, when did any type of drug. It was like one extreme to the next. It was like, today we're smoking weed, next we're doing crack cocaine. It was like, whoa! It was always some type of level of extreme. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, one day I'm in school, next day I'm graduating from the here, or next day I'm doing this. And so I said, I, I just have to fix the extreme. That, that, that's all I had to do. And so what I advise people to do is to really look at what they want and say, is what I'm doing right now helping me get to what I want? Even if it's something small, like, like waking up early. I, I, I tell people this all the time. You should not wake up past 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock is too late. Now, when I was younger, I'll say this when I was younger, my daughter, sometimes if I let her, she'll sleep till like noon if I let her, right? Uh, but when I was younger, I used to sleep to like maybe 9, 10, 11. I was in college. I ran track and field. I'd get tired and sleep in all day. And one time, the person who I was with at that time, he, I said to him, why do you, why do you wake up so early? Because he was always up at 6 and he was out washing his car. I said, why do you wake up so early? He said, because if I wake up at 11, I got one hour and then it's noon, half the day is gone. Mm -hmm. I, I, I said, and he said, technically you only got about four or five hours because the sun starts to go down around five, six, whatever. But you wasted half the day if you wake up around 11 or 12. 
And then that's when I started waking up. The reason why I wake up early now, I wake up at, at 5 30, 4 30, uh, sorry, between 4 30 and 5, uh, depending on how tired I am. If I stayed up late, it, it, it'll be 5, but usually it's around 4 30. I wake up early because that is when I get the most work done. And so here's the, here's the trick. People always tell you to wake up early. They never tell you what to do when you wake up early. They never tell you what to do. So you got people, they'll, 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 the, the alarm goes off and they throw their covers back on them. The reason why is because they, they, they never planned out anything to do. I tell people every day, do something small that will help you get to where you want to want, want to go. So this morning when I woke up, I went for a run. Right, so I went, went for a two-mile run. I read some books. And by the time I got done doing those particular things, it was already 7 o'clock, so I had to cook breakfast, et cetera, get ready for work and things like that. And so you got to have at least three to four tasks to do when you wake up. Don't just wake up because, you know, uh, your favorite motivational speaker told you that, that they wake up at 2, 3, 4, 5 in the morning. Because what they also don't tell you, too, is that they take naps. They taking a nap in the middle of the day. You got to go to work and work a whole nine, 10 hours because you're not where you want to be right now. So I want, I want you, I want people who, who are trying to go to nap. I want them to wake up early, but I want them to have three different tasks for them to do. And one of those tasks I want them to be to physically be working out or doing something. I don't care what it is. I lost 17 pounds during this quarantine. 17 pounds I lost. Most people have not lost weight during this quarantine. They've gained, they've gained 17 pounds. Right. And the reason why is because it's nothing to do but sit around and eat. Everybody eating takeout food and things like that. I got sick and tired of looking at my gut. I said, oh, enough is enough. I want to fit in that dress when the summer hits. Oh, it's over. Everybody mind their business when they see me on the beach. Everybody mind their business. Right. I had to put physical activity and also physical activity uh, deals with your um, with your mental. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, if we could get your your. Uh, your body going, it, it, it helps your mental. It helps you think a little bit more clear. Another thing that you could do, why don't listen to a whole bunch of rap music and all that stuff. Nothing wrong with rap music. Sometimes I do listen to it, but I listen to podcasts such as this. All right, honest conversations such as this. So when I find new podcasts, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna listen to that while I'm working out. Kill two birds with one stone. I'm working out and I'm getting information, right? So these are all things that, that, that we can do. And, and you don't have, let's say you don't have access to a phone. You're not able to wake up. Then the next thing that, that, that I want you to do, I want you to take a pen and paper, just a, a blank pen and paper. My mentor used to have me to do this all the time. I want you to write down what happens if I don't change my life. And I want you to write down every worst case scenario. My car will be repossessed. My kids will leave me. My husband will leave me. My, my, my dog will leave me. The cat's going to be gone. Uh, uh, things are going to be, re- whatever it may be. I want you to write down the case scenario that can happen. I want you to say, can you, can, and ask yourself, can I live with this? If the dog, the kids, and the husband left you, can you live with that? If your wife, the cat, and the other kids left, can you live with that? If the answer is yes, continue on. If the answer is no, I don't, I don't even want to think about them leaving me. I don't even want to think about me having to live. I don't, I don't want to think about none of that. Then I want you to begin to make those small changes. And then if that don't work, 
What I want you to do is, I want you to go outside on a cold night when it's below 40 degrees, and I want you to stand outside. Just stand in the cold. Don't nothing make somebody work hard like being homeless. I'm telling you, I told my kids the other day, I said, I said to my kids, they said, oh man, that's so fun to be homeless because you don't have to do nothing. I said, I would rather work 10 jobs than to be homeless. They said, well, why? They don't, they don't do anything. I said, because it is hard being homeless. My auntie taught me that. She says, hard being homeless. She said, every day when you're homeless, you got to figure out where you gonna, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep. You got to figure out you gotta, your, your safety is being compromised. Your health is being compromised. My auntie always, she said, uh-uh, I work 10 jobs before I'm ever homeless. And so if none of what I said worked, I want you to go stand outside in some 40 degree weather. This is the weather, even in, even in Southern California, at nighttime it's getting cold, it's getting like 38 degrees, 40 degrees. I went running in this weather and I said, oh, I gotta work harder in life. <laughs> I, I, Cause I need a gym in my house. This, this don't work for me. Mm. This don't work. I like that you have to find something to, to motivate you. And I know sometimes my tactics are extreme. Like my friend posted on Facebook today. She said, hey, um, she, uh, somebody grew up with, she said, I, I, you know, me stop, she, she's quitting smoking. And she said, uh, and everyone's giving her advice. Eat candy. And I said, don't trade one bad habit for another one. Don't eat candy. Don't, don't do that. I said, you, know, you got to use fruit or something like that. I don't know. But I said, for me, I have to go extreme. I said, for me, I'll go down to the, uh, to the cancer society and find a, lung, a, 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 a person dying of lung cancer and that will make me, I will never pick up another cigarette a day in my life. I like get it. Me. Mm-hmm. Like that works for me. Mm-hmm. My mom, my mom smoked cigarettes um, for years. And one day uh, she said, I'm not smoking cigarettes no more. And uh, her husband was like, no, you, you, you ain't. She just stopped smoking. My mom actually has that mentality. When she stopped them, boom, she stopped it. Cold turkey, no problem. I, I'm not like that. I got to, hey, I, I need to be extreme that's why i'm telling you go out go in the cold because for me i changed my whole life i start i start working harder after that let's go mm. all right uh okay so next question i have for you is um so instead of just asking a general question as in how can people succeed in life in 2021 how can people, you know, stay focused? Yep. I, I would like to ask you, how can someone accomplish their specific goal mm-hmm. uh, in life? Now, we have fitness. Now, fitness can be, uh, of course, we do physical, but also I consider fitness also as, you know, muscle in, in your mind, too. Mm-hmm. Um career slash business um family family and friends and fun slash vacation goals so what are those specific goals that people have to accomplish for that uh so so how did how do they specifically accomplish those things so so one uh it's all about having a plan you you have to plan all these things out so for me when i want to go on vacation so me and my kids we had to plan out we were going to thailand of course, 2020, uh, COVID hit, that, that, that canceled everything pretty much. But even though COVID canceled our travel plans, if everything looks good this upcoming year, 
we're still able to take that same plan and just we just moved it over a little bit because we planned it all out, right? And so I think that the, the problem is that people need to begin to plan things. And, and when you plan something out, it allows you to break it up. Uh, we shouldn't overwhelm ourselves. Overwhelming ourselves by saying, and I did this when I was planning my family vacation. I was like, okay, we're going to Thailand. Okay, we got to do here. It, it was too much. And then I had to, so I stopped. I wrote it down. I wrote down why I wanted to, why I wanted to go to certain places, uh, what that was going to help, help, help me and, and, and the kids. Because no matter where we go, it has to be educational. I don't, I don't care if we go to Thailand. I don't care if we go down the street to the, to the liquor store. You're going to learn something about that liquor store. It don't matter. Uh, you have to learn something. That's just the way I am. Uh, everything needs to be planned out. And so all of this comes down to going to the store, buying a simple planner and planning out, okay, this is what we're going to do. Now people say, okay, I'll plan it out. I'm going to Thailand, everybody. We're going to Thailand, uh, January, 2022. We're going from this day to that day. And then, okay, everyone get their money together. That's not how it works. No, no, no. When I say plan, you got to get down to the nitty gritty too. nitty gritty too. What does that mean? That means even something as simple as, hey, how much money are we going to save every month so we can have plane tickets? How, how, how many people are actually coming on this trip? How, and that's the, I think that's the biggest problem. That's why we get these people who you plan trips and they show up with these random people and you're like, yo, they wasn't even supposed to be here because yep. we didn't talk about the plan. Mm-hmm. With that, that's why you get all these random people showing up on a trip. We didn't plan things out. So again, so you literally have to plan this out. So your health, let's talk about your health. If you go on my on my Instagram, you'll see like, why should they always talk about running? Every Wednesday, she talking about running. She talking about how, I'm not talking, ain't she supposed to be talking about foster youth? No, 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 no. My focus is on health because black people die at a higher rate from heart disease than any other population. Say that again. Yes. Yeah. Say that when, again. When the elders in, in our families are only 60, that's a problem. It's a big problem. The, that's Max. a major problem. Major. So when when my grandmother died at 46 mm. from a heart attack. 46. During COVID-19, I had a cousin who just died, 38. Uh, people die young. I had another cousin many years ago. I remember I was a little girl. He was in his thirties and he died. Mm-hmm. I had an uncle who died two years ago, 50 something. My auntie right now is the oldest person in my family. She, and she's 64, 65. That's the elder in our family. Go to them Asian, Asian families. They elders is 120. Hispanic families, 99. Black people, 65. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to help our people learn that uh, you want to eat fried chicken? Cool. Do it like once a month. No problem. No problem. But then you go, you got to work out after that. If yes. you don't want to work out, don't do yes. it. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have to do these things. It's no longer considered uh, oh, people working out because it's in style. No, I'm working out because I'm trying to live past 46. Exactly. Facts. Right. It used to break my heart when I used to hear black men say, I'm just trying to live past 25. I used to be like, oh, that hurt me. That our young black men feel as if they can't live past 25. They just don't want to get shot or in jail before 25. That hurt me. 
And I realized it came out of my mouth too. I'm just trying to live past 46. 46? Oh. And so you'll see me on my, my Instagram page. You'll see me uh, posting these things about uh, uh, health and things like that because it's important for us to, to, to plan out our health. And let me talk about something most people don't want to talk about. This is what people don't want to talk about too. We even got to start planning for what happens after we're no longer here. What happens when we're, see, see right now we're, we're planning for while we're still here. Uh, I, I, it. Say, say that one more time. Talk about it. Please I know where you go with this. It. Talk about yes. this. Yeah. Please talk about it. Yeah. And, and, and this is something, you know, my, my brother died a few years ago and my cousin he, he had a, he had cancer and my cousin was like, y'all need to start preparing for his death. And we were like, oh my God, you're so negative. You're this, you're that. You need to hold on to hope. And the doctor's like, no, he's going to die like real soon. And I was like, you need to watch this motivational video. Like it was going to cure the cancer. I didn't, I was just, I was in shock. I was in, in disbelief. And so we didn't, we didn't plan for his death. So when his death came, I said one thing. I said, ain't nobody about to start no GoFundMe page for my brother, and y'all ain't about to be selling no chicken dinners. We're not doing that. If I pay for the whole funeral out of my pocket, I'll pay for it. And my whole family came together. We had to pay for his memorial service, and that hit us hard. So when my when my cousin recently died uh, last year in July, my family, we all sat down. Everybody, my family, we all always agree on everything. Right. We always agree on everything. But the one thing we all agreed on, we all sat down and we said, the next person that dies, if you ain't got health insurance, you ain't got your affairs in order, the county going to bury you. They're like, oh, that's ruthless. No, it's not. Everything needs to be in order. We already see what's going on. Plan this stuff out. My kids right now, if somehow if I drop dead right now, my kids already know where to go in the house. The next day, this house is paid off. They know where the car goes. They know all this. They know where they will go. They know all this stuff. They know which file folder to grab because it has everything in it. Plan for those things too because I want to make sure that their lives are okay because it's a difference between mourning for death and being being poor and mourning for death and and, and being able to financially be okay. It's different. When you're stressed out and you can't even cry because you're stressed out because you're so broke. And we have another way. If we simply plan these things out, get yourself some life insurance. One of my students uh, was a former uh, gang member. And she told me, she said, oh, yeah, I was I was banging. She said, I had life insurance, though. She said, I knew the life I was living that I was going to get killed. I want to make sure my family was straight if I, if I got killed. I was like, oh, that's genius. So if the gang bangers are making sure that, that their lives are planned out, why you, a person who's trying to Go through personal development. Why you don't have that those affairs in order, right? So, so, so everything we 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 need to begin to plan things one step at a time. And 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 do me a favor. Um, I I want you to do. I want all the listeners to do this. Um, I have this method. It's in my first book. Um, called the uh the opportunity guy. No, that's my second book. Uh, what are you reaching for is my first book. And in that book, I talk about the whiteboard method, but I'm going to talk about it a little differently now. I have a whiteboard in my room. Every place that's important to me, I have a whiteboard. I have a whiteboard in my office. I have a whiteboard in my room. I have a whiteboard at work, et cetera. And there I write out like certain things. So if it's health that I need to focus on, I'm writing out 
I'm, I'm creating a plan for health. Okay. I'm, I'm not worried about no vacation. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about anything. It's just health. Right? So I need people to focus on one area. Complete that one area, then move on to the next one. So people are like, well, my finances, I need to worry about my finances. Okay, your finances aren't in order. But if you don't get this area in order, it impacts your finances. Or if you do get this area in order, it impacts this. So begin to plan those things. Plan it out. And, oh, here's some uh, that uh, shout out to Dr. Boyce Watkins. Um, I actually got this from him. Me and my family, we have uh, family meetings every Friday. Hmm. Every Friday, have a family meeting. Talk about your goals, aspirations, etc. And so with my children, one of the things that we do is we talk about um, finances. My kids are authors of, of a book called uh, We Are Grateful. We talk about their book sales. Um, what is it? Uh, when, they actually... Uh, they, they're real close to selling 100 books. Very proud of them. And this is during COVID-19 that they sold a, a, a book. It's not going door to door or anything. This is just them hustling. They've spoken in classrooms. They spoke to a kindergarten class online. They, uh, they were on a national radio station in New York. Oh, they, they, yeah, wow. they've, done, they've done some pretty amazing things. But everything was, was, was talked about during that family meeting. That's so cool. Meetings. Yeah. So get those. Uh, so begin to plan stuff. If you have a family, uh, uh, I want you to begin to have family. Even if, if your family crazy like mine, uh, go ahead and have family once a month. Right? <laughs> once a month. That's it. I love you so honest about it. Look, hey, look, what? <laughs> look, my family. Oh, know. We we tell you we say look we know something ain't right with us. That's why we're trying to fix the next generation. <laughs> You know something right with us. <laughs> I got a full-blown sweatshirt. Shout out to my homegirl, Kevin e from Hashtag Foster Care. Got a full-blown shirt that says, I'm in therapy. We wear that shirt proudly. Like, hey, if, if I snap on you, I want you to know why. I, knew, I want you to know what's going on. But we're trying to make sure the next generation and generations after that, they're not recovering from trauma. So that's, that's goal. good. Yep. That's so you're basically trying to break generational curses, basically. Oh yeah, and, and you know, I told my kids the other day. I said, "Look, I can't break all. I can't break all all of them. Mm-hmm. There, there, there might be some that y'all might have to break. Yeah, there, yes. y'all might have to break one or two, but the major ones. Oh, those ones I'm taking care of right now. And and they you know what's so, so beautiful is that they get a chance to actually see 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 me uh do these things. Um, I, one time uh, we were we were at Home Depot. And it's funny because my son just got done asking. He said, mommy, are you famous? I said, heck no, I'm not famous at all. I said, let me show you how many Instagram followers I got. Let me show him and YouTube followers. And he said, well, mommy, how come when we go places, people know you? I said, I don't, sometimes I speak places and stuff like that. And right when he was saying that, this lady walks up to me and says, hey, uh, are you Shade Burrell? And me, with my traumatized self, I'm like, what, what, what? Who wants to know? Like, <laughs> who sent you? Who yeah, sent you? Huh? Like, right? Depends. Like, depends on what you want. Depends on who. And you know, I mean, you think the IRS was after? You think I owe the IRS the way I be acting? <laughs> 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 so she. So um, the lady was like, "Oh no, no, no! I, I, I recognize your voice because I heard some of your videos." I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." I said, oh, I hope you ain't just hearing me too yelling at my kids. She said, I heard that too. That's probably why I recognize you because you're always yelling. I said, well, praise God. <laughs> you, know, you know my voice. But um, when my kids see stuff like that, 
that is breaking uh, generational curses. That is how you begin to plan uh, for for something uh, different. And 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 I know people are like, no, no, give me the exact specific. If I gave you exactly what worked for me and you tried it, you'd be like, yo, Shade, that didn't even work. No, it didn't work for you. You're in a whole completely different situation than I am. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now, if you at least attempt to plan, you begin to create some type of uh, a new uh, new normals in your family, right? So like for me and my kids, we actually, we don't celebrate any holidays uh, due to religious reasons. We don't celebrate any holidays. So people like, yo, Shade. Oh my God, I feel so sad for you. In fact, someone told me it was child abuse that we didn't celebrate Christmas. I said, I said, wow. What? I mean to laugh. That's just that's different. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Wow, wow. This is the new world. I said back in the day, hey, he's a take oh, this is interesting. Right. And I realized that everything, all these holidays and all of it's just traditions that were created. So I'm like. I can create a new tradition. So me and my kids, we actually leave the state whenever uh, a holiday comes. So we we went to we went to Vegas. Um, I love Vegas. By the way, go to Vegas around in November, December. It's not nearly crazy. You don't see crazy stuff or nothing like that. We go to Vegas because Vegas don't care what day it is. They are open, wide open. They have they don't care at all. And we get a, they get a chance to see the museums, uh, Caesar uh, Palace. They get a chance to see. Um, the different hotels, eat at the different restaurants, the the chefs that we watch on TV, they all have restaurants in, mm-hmm. in Vegas. And so we get a chance to eat at those restaurants that we've seen on TV. And so this is a new normal. But all of this came from me planning this out. I didn't just, hey, guys, we're going to Vegas. No, I planned by saving my money. I planned by talking to my children. I planned by uh, booking hotels and booking the rental car and all that other stuff. I planned all that stuff. It starts with planning. And if you begin to plan, that's when that's when you are able to get into the very, very specifics of your particular life. Let's go. That question with planning, when you know me plan, do you have like an end goal? And let's say you don't reach your end goal. Do you still go through the plan or you just have to delay it and make a new plan with it? Yeah, so it, it really depends on what it is, right? So if it's mm-hmm. like a, a personal goal of mine, and I don't, uh, uh, when I say personal goal, I mean, uh, let's say it's a business-related goal. Mm-hmm. I had a goal to make X amount of money, and I didn't make X amount of money. Like, like I'm, like if, okay, like if I get to like third quarter, and I'm like, okay, it's third quarter, there's no way I'm going to make that amount of money. Like, mm-hmm. no way. I already know it's not going to happen. Right? My mentality don't say, all right, well, you might as well just chill out, you know? I'm like, no, I'm gonna keep going because I actually like the chase. So for okay. me personally, I like the chase. Uh, so, so sometimes, matter of fact, I go running on, on every Wednesday. Even I did it today. I will purposely find people who are so far ahead of me. It's like, it's impossible for you to catch them. And I will chase them. I will chase the mess <laughs> out of it. And that's the way I am. Uh, I, I, I like to chase. So even if I am behind, uh, mm-hmm. I feel bad for anyone in front. And when I say in front, that could be business, that could be health, that could be whatever it is. I will go after until the end. But are there times where I have to change the plan? Oh, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And I have to make those adjustments. And what do those adjustments look like? So let's take to, uh, to go back to the to the family trip. Right? We can't go to Thailand. No way we can go to Thailand. Yeah. By the grace of God, I hadn't bought my tickets yet. So, but had I bought my tickets, right? I, I should already have something in plan. Uh, 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 in place that allows me to a recoup my funds back. Oh, that's what it was. We was actually supposed to go to uh, Jamaica. 
Yeah, we supposed to go. Oh, we supposed to go. Yeah, we supposed to go to Thailand and Jamaica. And I got my money back. I had to get my money back from the cruise that we were gonna go on. Okay. And so, so for me, I made adjustments. My man, he was trying to get me to make adjustments, but I had it up, made up in my mind. I'm not making adjustments. I'm getting my money back. Get my. And so that's what you got to do. You go in there with your plan. All right, I already haven't made up. So when he was like, all right, well, we can we can save it for you for June 2021. I said, no, nah, man, I want my money back. Because I don't know what's going to happen in June 2021. I want my money back. And so it was not about making adjustments. I already went in with a plan. And I wasn't going to uh, diverge from that plan, no matter what it no matter what it was. And so what you have to do is, I always say, what are the consequences if I don't make adjustments? Mm-hmm. What are the consequences if I do make adjustments? What are the pros and cons of, of both? And, and I, I literally, I write it down on, on, a, on a piece of paper, the pros and cons of, of both. Okay. Yep. Come on. Okay. Come on. Um, all right. I, I want to get back to when you said the power of the word no. Oh, yeah. Um, so uh, it's like, for example, you know, when, some, like, when you're working on a project, um, and you're going to focus, you, you, you're going to focus on this project and this project is going to take you about two months. And then you got six, five, 10 people saying, I need help. And, you know, you go help them and then it delays your process that like, you know, I'm just saying that's a story for an example. So talk about the power of no. Yeah. So, so, so that's interesting because like, like I told y'all in the beginning, I, I worked as a social worker. Right. And so in the field of social work, it is frowned upon to say, say the word, no, you're supposed to help everyone. It Mm -hmm. does not matter. You're supposed to give up your whole livelihood to help everyone. Mm -hmm. That's why I got the heck up out of that field. Cause I was like, Oh no. Oh no. I met too many social workers that lived in the same conditions as the people they were trying to save. They lived in the same conditions that the people they were trying to save. I learned that lesson early on when I worked as a case manager and I was a, 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 a grandmother came into my office and said, I need housing resources. I went on Google, found a housing resource for her and it was called community housing work. I looked at the income requirements. I looked at w- what you needed in order to get in the program. I said, hold on. I qualify for that program. I signed my little butt up for that program, that subsidized housing program, everything. And people always say, did you feel bad? No. I met the qualifications. What it did for me was I said, how can I help these people if I'm literally right next door to them? Can you imagine? And, and this is why I tell people, this is why it's important for you. It's okay for you to be in the hood, right? In the hood, helping out, giving back, owning businesses, etc. But if imagine if your neighbor live right next door to, to, to where I grew up. It's like, no, I ain't, I ain't taking no advice from you. I'm not, it's not that, it's not that, oh, you know, you drive a Toyota, I'm not taking no advice from you. No, it was that I knew I was still in the same space as them, but because I had a piece of paper, AKA a degree that said that I was, I was different. I'm like, no, I'm in the same boat as these people. And so I had to realize I have to say no to some things. And I have to say no to now so I can say yes to later. Mm. No for now, yes to later. That's you know what I mean? People I'm able to say yes to now because I have I have a lot more time. I have uh, a lot more flexibility. Mm-hmm. I, I Like 
because I said no. Now, what you have to understand is that when you say no, that's when, see, people say, people don't say no because they like to please people. You got to get away from that people-pleasing stage. You don't have to be evil because you should never be evil or, or nothing like that. But you don't have to say yes to everything. See, I said no very early on to a lot of people. Matter of fact, a few days ago, somebody asked me to speak somewhere. I said no. They like, well, uh, do it for the foster youth. No, you do it for the foster youth. No, I have two children. I, I, I have bills. And you, at the very least, need to be able to pay for my therapy bill for me to re-traumatize myself every time I tell this story. No, I'm not doing that. It ain't worth it to me. I don't have to because I know I know plenty of people who will say yes and pay me. So I said no to that person. And I felt terrible at, at first. But now I said, uh-uh, never mind. Because the more time I say, if I keep saying yes to, to, to this particular person, then what's going to happen is it's going to ruin it for the next false youth that comes. They're going to be like, well, Sade Burrell spoke for free. And so I said, no. So I'm setting the standard. I'm setting the standard. So I said, no, I, no. And people will call you all kind of nasty names after you say no. Mm-hmm. People talk about me like a dirty dog. Even in my, my own family sometimes, they'd be like, yo, Sade said she can't make it out to go to this event. No, I can't make it. I got to study for school. My kids, um, they're 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 in this, they're in a drum program. They they're supposed to perform at the now they're performing they're they're performing for the inauguration of, of our upcoming president. Uh, but they can't fly out. There's COVID stuff. So now what they're doing, they're making everyone perform at their local place, and they're gonna put on a green screen or something like that. Uh-huh. I don't know. But my okay. kids, they're involved in a lot of stuff. I'm like, so no, I can't make it. I'm sorry. You told me about this 24 hours ago. I get talked about like a dirty dog. But you know what keeps me going? Is that when I realize, okay, I said no to that, but when I walk, but but you know what? Next time you call me a nasty name, you're gonna have to put doctor in front of it. I don't care what you call me. You call me, you call me all kind of nasty names. Just put doctor in front of it. Say that one more time. That sounds good. Yo, just, yo, just put doctor, just put doctor in front of it. I don't care what you that call That sounds me. so good. That's, that's, that's right. And, and, and what's crazy is that I don't even care about titles. I care about titles for people who don't like me. You don't like me, you gotta call me doctor. That's it. You call me doctor. You know, you're like, but but my nose today will allow me to say yes tomorrow. One of the things my kids really want is they want us to buy a Tesla. Um, that's that's just what they want. They they want a Tesla car. And um, I had to tell them no today, but I told I said, get I said, hey, this give me this amount of time and it'll be a yes. Come on. So they, they got me on the crunch line right now. Come on. I love they got that. Me on the Come on, keep going, preach. That. Preach, so, 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 and that's when, like in a whole lesson by itself. I love yo, that. So, so, so when, so when people tell me, "Hey, Shade, can you do this?" and I say, "No," of course not. No, I'm sorry. I can't. No, I can't do it because my kids. They, my kids say they want Tesla. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I can't do it. No, my, my, my son, my son said, "Mommy, are you gonna be the first one with a with a doctorate de- degree in the family?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "Oh man, I wanted to be the first. Oh, competition." Love I said, it. son, don't worry. You'll be the first male. I said, you'll be the first male, son. Don't That's worry. Right. Don't worry. And it's That's not that, right. it, like I said, it's not that we care about titles or anything like that, but it's all about just breaking uh, gener- generational curses and, and things like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you got to say no. A lot of times. Let me scratch that. A lot of times you got to say no. 
Mm. So you can get to your yes. Mm. TC. I'm starting to realize that more as, as I got older, because when I was younger, I was always like, why is always no when I want something? You know, why I can't get this? My friends are getting it. But as I got older, later on, it's so much rewarding when you work for yourself and you bust your ass to get what you really want. Yep. And nobody can ever take that away from you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Hey, TC, you my... right on point. Come on, TC. You know? Come on. So when you tell me this stuff here, I'm just like, yes, I, I 100% agree. And especially with children, it's good that they're learning this now. Oh, yeah. Especially our kind of people. Like, we need this in our community. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. w- w- without a doubt. Um, One of the books I'm actually reading is by Dr. Claude Anderson. Y'all, y'all heard of Dr. Claude Anderson? Absolutely. Uh, Oh, the name's not familiar to me. Oh, brother, I, I gotta put you on, TC. Yeah, put me on. I gotta put you on. on. Yeah, on. Yes, yes. Oh, Dr. Claude Anderson changed your whole life. Facts. Like, your whole life, like how I, I operate, how I how I purchase stuff, how I buy, everything mm-hmm. changed. It, it it just it. Oh, oh, Dr. Claude Anderson. Oh, I got I got all of his books too. All of them. All of them. And what I'm gonna do too. For my kids is, um, I'm actually going to gift them both with the Powernomics book uh, when they get older, and I'm going to write a message in it. And I'm going to tell them, if you read this book alone, if, if, if this is the only book you read in in this lifetime, you'll be more than good. You'll be Facts. more than good. It's like you said, TC, like, like you know, being able to, to work for you. Like, like for me, for me, I it, it's all about being able to do things on my own. I tell people this all the time. I tell, look, I I am not going to be an associate professor forever. Yeah. It's just something that's on my uh, journey that, that I'm going to be on. Because again, it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of things that I'm like, look, I love my people. I love my black people. I love this. And I want to be able to freely say that without somebody saying, well, what about... No, 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 no. I want to be able to. Can I tell y'all my dreams? Yeah. Come on. Come on. It's, it's free. It's free. Oh. Come on. I don't even think I've Keep... ever. I've never said this publicly, but I'll share it with you guys. I've shared it with some of my friends. One of the things I want to do is I want to actually um own like, I want to have a building. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of the building is going to be like, kind of like event spaces. Right, it's different things. Whether it's a restaurant, a barbershop, I know for sure I want to have a barbershop, a hair salon, and I also want to have uh, a place where we can hold a, a, a large events, real large events, like like two, three, four hundred people in, in in that space. And then above that, I want to have apartments, and in these apartments are going to okay. be people who are going to. It's going to be a, a a diverse group of people. Half of them are going to be just paying regular rent, whatever, you know, right here in California, in San Diego for, for two-bedroom, two easy run you about 1500 1600 If you don't want ro- no roaches at all, 1800 <laughs> So, yeah. But um, what I want is I want the, the two-bedroom, I, I want them to have like half of them pay regular rent and the other half, they're on a three-year plan. The first year, the first year, uh, they don't pay any rent, nothing. But that first year is the building foundation year. In that year, you got two options. You can either build a business or you can have your butt in school, in college, in community college. 
Only way you can go to a four-year is if it's free. And that is one thing Dr. Claude Anderson teaches too. Education is good if it's free and applied. If it's free and applied. So you're going to be in community college or a four-year and it has to be free. You're doing loans, you can't be in this program. And how I'm going to measure them starting the business and stuff like that, that's a whole other conversation. But those are the two options that you got. That's the first year. That second year, your rent raises to about 20% of your income. Now we expect you to be able to start applying what you learned in the first year, mm-hmm. whether, whether it was in school or in business, you need to start bringing in some type of income and you're going to be, your rent's going to be 30% of your income, 30% of your income, whatever that income is, right? And it's not to charge people because we want to charge people, but it's because I believe that one of the biggest reasons college students fail is because they go to college and they have their heads in a book like this. It's all they do. They, they, they don't network. They don't do internships. They don't meet people. They don't do it. That's how they, I graduated from USC. The next day I had a, a full, I was working in a, in a college. Like, the, like, because my hair was not like this. I, I mean, I wasn't, the, I, I had a, what am I? I think I had like a 3.87 GPA or something like that. And my friends were 4.0 GPAs, couldn't find jobs. Nobody care about your GPA. Get your butt up out. Get your book. So that sec that second year, you need to be working in the field that you that you're studying or or doing an internship or a paid or, or not in the field of business that you said you want to go into. That last year, last year, it takes about two to three years to earn an associate's degree. Usually two to three years, right? To earn an associate's degree. So that last year, you finishing it up. Now we're now we're preparing you to exit to get ready to go into whatever it is you, that's what I'm telling you, get, this will force people to stop choosing degrees that, and no disrespect to people, but if you choose it, I ain't going to say with major, but there are certain majors that my students come in choosing. And I'm like, now that's just, you're going to be in poverty with that major. And they're like, I know, you know, why, why would you choose that particular major? And so three years will stop people from doing that. You got three years to earn some type of uh, certificate, degree, or whatever, or you could transfer to a four-year. The goal is eventually to have a, a connection with a four-year institution, and they can go to the four-year institution for free after they complete our program. Live at our place. The institution gives us rent for them to live there, so now they don't have to house them on at the dorm because these are adults by now. Don't know an adult want to live in no dorm. And then with the people who are business, by that time, by their third year, now they're pitching kind of like a shark tank. They're pitching to, to uh, possible uh, 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 investors. They, they, they have a set of skills. Of course, it, it goes a little bit more in detail. Mm-hmm. But half of the uh, complex will be like that. The other half is going to be just people paying regular rent. People say, well, how are you going to sustain being able to pay that, pay that, uh, that, that mortgage there? That's why you have half of the building pay, paying regular rent. And then the, you have the, the businesses down below. You okay. have the businesses down below working for you. So though, so that money that, they, that, that they're not paying that first year, it doesn't even impact you. That That's one of the things I want to do. And that's I will awesome. existence. Speaking to existence. Yeah. I have a quick question. What's your views on trade schools? Oh, I love trade schools. I think trade schools are absolutely amazing. Mm. In fact, at least here in San Diego, all the trade schools are now in community colleges. So that's oh, why when I hear, yeah, that's why when people say don't go to college, I'm like, oh, you must be talking about don't go to trade school either. Don't go, don't go, mm-hmm. you know, uh, carpenter, uh, being a carpenter, fixing uh, uh, refrigerators, ACs, uh, um, locksmiths, yeah, all, locksmiths, all that stuff in San Diego is at the community colleges. Oh, and, 
and it's free. And in California, the first year of community college is free for everyone, no matter how much money you make. You can make $10 million and the first year is free for you. It's Come free on. for everyone. Wow. So it, 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 at least in San Diego and California, mm-hmm. it's too many ways for people to, to, to go. I, I think trade schools are amazing. Mm-hmm. In fact, some of my students, I, I, I'm telling you, me and the other counselor, we'll sit down and we'll be like, hey, hey, don't even, we're not saying you can't do it, but we see your mind and you're ready to make money now. So let's get you in this program that's eight weeks and you'll be, you'll be, you'll be in a, you'll be making money. You can learn to trade right then and there. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did with a few of our, like maybe like three or four students we did that uh, with and they're, they're in the field right now working, making money. Wow. Let's go. All right, I have two more. I have two more questions. You you answered like majority yeah. of our questions, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I have two more questions for you, and then TC is going to uh, ask you questions. And then you're gonna have your final thoughts, and then how can people connect? You know, your social media and everything. Got you. Um, so how can people get into and in, get into detail of the difference between and small goals and big goals yep yep uh big goals uh seem impossible small goals you you wake up and do it immediately like big goals like like you see how i just told you that that goal i had right now i've never told anyone that i've, I've never told anyone publicly my friends know about it but i've kept that on a hush that's a okay. big goal of mine small goal hey tomorrow i'm getting ready to run four miles that's, that's a small goal. So you don't stutter when it comes to small goals. You get hesitant when you when you when you talk about big goals. You, you you're afraid that people might tell you you can't do it. And how do you know it's a big goal when people say, ah, no, nah, not no, nah, I don't know. Maybe you need to consider maybe starting small. When they say that, you're like, oh, I'm on the right path. I'm on I'm on the right path. When people question what you're doing. That's a big goal. And, and in, my, in my, my honest opinion, everybody needs big goals. Because even if you don't hit it, you went further than if you would have set only small goals. Yes. Yeah. I feel that yes. one. Yeah. Oh, yes. TCT, you want to go ahead? This goes back to when you were talking about coach, cheerleader, if you see you have a lot of toxic people in your life, what's the best way to remove them? And also, if you realize you have some toxic ways, what's the best way to prove yourself? That's a good All one. All right. I'm going to share my screen with y'all. Hold on. Okay. I got y'all. I'm gonna, uh, that, that's a good question. That's, yeah, that's very Let's good. See. Let me see. Hold shift and select multiple windows. All right. Oh. Okay. There. Can y'all see my screen? Um, no. Uh, I don't. Okay. I want to show y'all this thing that I got right here because this. Oh, there it is, right there. Uh, oh, I ain't gonna let me do it. I got this whole. Really? Thing. Oh. Uh, uh, Diamond, probably gonna give her permission again. Yeah, it it says multiple participants can share simultaneously. If you got it. Uh no, it's it's probably some it's probably some with this computer. It's a new computer. Um, but I got this thing called. You know, I you know what I'll do. I'll I'll. I'll I'll email it to you. Maybe you can get it out to your listeners. I got this 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 speech called um, "The Trap Life." Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, literally, yeah, it, it, it's 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 
Oh, let me see if I can get, oh, I can't, it won't let me do it. It's called the trap light. And I talk about tox toxic people in, it, in this particular uh, speech, but you talked about toxic people. Here's how you get them out of your, out of your life. I'm going to we'll go to this slide right here. All right. So I talk about how to get out of trap life. What exactly is a trap life? The trap life is any person, situation, or thing that's keeping you stuck where you are. The reason why I call it the trap life is because when I was living in subsidized housing, I just got hired at the position I'm at right now. I was getting ready not to take the job that I have now because I got paid $10,000 more at this job than if I would have took the other job. And I said, I'm not going to take that the, the, the job I have now. I said, I'm not going to take it. The reason I'm not going to take it because I get paid too much money. My cousin said, are you stupid? I said, what? She said, that's the reason you work hard. It's so that you don't have to live in this trap life. She said, that's what the system does is it tries to trap you in, right? You don't want to make a dollar over because then you're not going to get qualified for services or whatever it may be. And so the system is designed to get you stuck in here. Right? Mm, People facts. earn doctorate degrees and they get stuck. I'm, I'm earning a doctorate to elevate me, not to get me stuck. You're not going to keep me stuck. It's a trap life to get you stuck, right? And so one of the things in the trap life, it includes people who are toxic. And people who are toxic love to say, you think you better than us. You think you know, you, you, you know, what, what made, you know, oh, sh you know, you got your little, you got your little, you, you got your little podcast Ooh. now. You know, Ooh. now you got guests coming on. You, 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 that again. I felt oh, that. You, no, you just, Ooh. you just set a ball, Sade. You no. just set a ball. Oh. That was a ball. They gave me the chills when you said that. No, I, those are the worst. Mm -hmm. You think you better than us? I'm like, yo, I just walked in the room. I said hi. I ain't even, hey, I ain't even say nothing. I ain't even tell y'all what I've been up to. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even tell y'all got a whole podcast. I ain't tell y'all I got a business partner. I ain't even tell y'all that people listening to us all across the world. We interviewing people. I didn't even tell y'all that. You you think you better than us. Look, 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 look at how they passed the macaroni and cheese. What? That's a toxic person. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I don't care. Family, friends, folk, I ain't dealing with it. I ain't yeah. I'm not dealing. I not I I'm not saying, look, what I am saying is that whatever you take away, you must replace. So if you're going to take away the toxic friends, you got to replace it with something else. And so on one of the slides I was talking about, uh, I was telling the students who I was talking to about the trap life. I said, look, the reason why people stay in these toxic relationships is because one, they feel as if that's all they, they deserve. It's all they feel, yeah. It's all I deserve. Like, of course, I deserve for somebody to yell at me, scream at me in business or in a relationship. It don't matter. It, it, it's normal for people to scream at me. If they're not screaming at me, they don't care about me. That's a lie. Like, for me, I naturally, when I talk, I'm yelling. Like, my house is loud. Look, I, I always got to, my neighbors, they, my neighbors know I'm loud. I look, I was running. Uh, uh, these miles, and they heard me a mile away. That's just naturally who I am. But if I'm on, ah, and you, no, nah, you ain't gonna deal with that. 
Yeah. Don't know, don't know person won't know person in their life like that yapping at them. People and and, and 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 I know sometimes as women we like to say I'm a I'm a I'm a pit bull in a skirt. I ain't no pit bull in no skirt. Uh-uh. I ain't, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I ain't no pit bull in no skirt. I ain't no pit bull in no skirt. Because now you're insinuating that I'm toxic, but I got a little bit of niceness around me. No. No. To get rid of something toxic, you got to replace it with something else. Right? So if you're going to uh, remove those people, I want you to replace them with the four people I told you about. One by one, start removing them. All right, every time I come to you with an idea, you 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 don't, it's not like you say, you know, maybe think about the idea. It's not the greatest idea or it's a horrible idea and then you give me feedback. You just naturally negative. So now I need to replace you with someone else. A lot of my students come from environments where they have to get away from the people who they're around, gang bangers, uh, prostitution, um, the streets. And they always say to me, Shade, I get lonely. I said, that's because you removed the people and you didn't replace them. I said, you got to replace them. That's deep. You have to. Whatever, even bad habits. If you take away bad habits, replace it. You take away TV, replace it with a, with a book. You take away soda, replace it with water. You take away toxic people, replace it with people who are going to encourage you. Replace it with a challenger who's correcting you out of love and not because they hating on you. And they have proof that they can do what you're trying to do. It's not some dream. They're, they're not, what everybody's talking about, the, the clubhouse, everybody capping in the clubhouse and stuff like that. They're not the clubhouse. They're not that. And so you got to replace them with something or someone. I replaced, uh, I, I love eating cookies. Oh, I love eating cookies with a glass of milk. Mm. I had to get, I gave all that up. I gave up cookies, I gave up milk, and I replaced it with eating, I had to replace it with fruits and vegetables, sweet uh, sweet uh, fruits and sweet vegetables. I had to replace it. So toxic people, they're always going to be around. Yeah. If you want to know if you change, get around some toxic people, they'll test you. They, mm-hmm. it, look, when I was younger and people say, you think you better than us? I used to, I used to go off. Mm-hmm. Now when they say, hey, you think you better than us? I say, oh, okay. All right, cool. It's the last time I'm going to be here. <laughs> like, I, I take <laughs> mental notes. Last time I'm going to be here. But yeah, yeah, take take those mental notes around those people. And whatever you take away, you must replace. Don't ever live, leave it. It's kind of like, oh, here's an example. I don't know if you ever had a root canal. You ever had a root canal? No, luckily, No, no. <laughs> I've had a root canal before, and uh, what what they do is they they take out your nerves are damaged. Like that's the reason you have to get a root canal. Otherwise, your tooth is going to hurt. It's it's a terrible pain. Mm-hmm. And so they, they they take out all the rest of the, the nerves that cause that pain, and they replace it with the root canal. And when they replace it, re- replace it with the root canal, it stops it from hurting. Mm-hmm. Now you can eat ice cream again. Now you can drink ice again, right? Well, that's what the people who you're replacing, the, the toxic people are those nerves that are damaged. And the root canal is what's saving you. Now you can go back and you can get back to your goals and your dreams and your aspirations. Ooh. That's a good analogy too. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's a ball. What? Thank you for that one. Yeah. Word. Let's go. Um, 
I did try and see if you could share your screen. I kind of dubbed a little bit. If that don't work, how about if we could copy and paste it to the chat and see if you could probably take it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one, good one. Yep, let me see. Let me send, let me see if I can. Hey, uh, send me your email right here in the chat real quick. I'm going to forward you this email. Got you. I mean, you got it? Yes. Okay. Just got it. Okay. All right. Um, let me let me ask. Got it. Okay. Let me ask this because I know we have thirty minutes left of your time. Let me ask this question. Um, how can someone prepare the unexpected when life happens? Oh, good one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's good. That's, well, that's good. good one. You know, um, too short got a saying, say, stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. Right. Mm. Uh, stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. I just had this conversation with a family member and they asked me to do something for them. And I said, no, they should have had that stuff prepared ahead of time. Right. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of things that we say are unexpected. They could have been, they, they, they were unexpected is usually expected. It's just that it's unexpected and when it happens, but we knew it was going to happen or it could have happened, right? And so that's when it goes back to uh, being able to look at, you know, what is the worst case scenario? Worst case scenario for me, like it, COVID-19 hitting and me not being able to pay my mortgage. Could, is, that, is that unexpected? Yeah, COVID-19 is unexpected. Mm -hmm. But me not being able to pay my mortgage, that's something I could have prepared for years when I bought the house. Um, a, a speaking engagement. Some, uh, you, do you, I have a friend who lost $18,000 immediately when COVID hit. Eesh. I lost like $12,000 immediately once COVID hit. 
mm-hmm. like like that. Mm-hmm. And imagine that being money that you were that you were expecting, and the unexpected happened. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the way I've set up everything in my life and in my business is that nothing's expected until the when business nothing is expected until, until the check clears. Mm-hmm. When the check clears, we know what to expect. Yeah. That twelve thousand a week that we lost, no problem. But my friend, who lost eighteen thousand, I mean, they were like trying to get on unemployment. I mean, it was it was like it was real bad. But was that really unexpected? It wasn't planned for, because you're weighing all your hope. I think the problem we 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 weigh all our hopes on on the on on, on what we on what we expect. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the best way to prepare for the unexpected. Is to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. So perhaps that is, uh, if it's finances, say, hey, it's too many guru, gurus out here that can help you with that. If it's personal growth, you know that that your mental health can be compromised anytime they tell you, hey, you could go on lockdown, you do this, you, you know these things. Some of this stuff is not unexpected. It's just when it happened, we didn't know it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like uh, even 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 when we talk when we talk about earlier death and and. Shout out to you guys for being comfortable for talking about that. A lot of people aren't comfortable talking about something that, that that's going to happen to all of us, right? Um, but death, if something, if, 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 if I passed out right now, it's unexpected. But I told you guys, it's, it's a whole, my kids know where to go if something happened to me. I knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when it was going to happen. So the heartbreak the heartbreak, I don't think I could prepare for that. But physically, there are things that that, that, that could, could be done to prepare. My cousin, when she died, that was unexpected. Unexpected. Mm. But people in my family knew that they had to have certain things in order to make sure we covered that. Mm-hmm. If you if you fail, if, if your business don't go the way it needs to go, how are you going to... Is there a way to make sure the unexpected does not impact you completely until it washes you out? It, it is a way. It is a way, and that's that's digging deep and stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. You should have that stuff prepared mentally. This is the I hope we never go through a quarantine again. But if we did, how many people could say, Hey, I'm ready for the next one? Yep, most people should be ready. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm prepared for it, of Sometimes, course. Yeah, when it first happened, I think I ain't gonna lie, like, like when it first happened, I was like, Man, what in the world's going on? Man, you know, it's crazy. I was sitting in the meeting. At a, at a meeting with a college president, and they was like, "Well, we have to shut the whole school." Down. I'm like, "Man, we ain't shut down the whole school. Come on." We same later, thing in my school. head. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, "I mean, anybody shutting down everything getting shut down?" I'm like, "Oh, all colleges had they were they were not prepared, mm-hmm. not prepared at all." But what was crazy is that the one college that was prepared. I sat in a meeting with that person and they said, if the college shuts down, let's, let's start preparing. It was unexpected, but they expected it. They just didn't know when. So yeah, it's always a way to prepare for it. Were you able to get that thing up? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let me, um, this, is this? Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep going, nice. keep going, keep okay. going. This is a workshop I did. Yeah, just keep going. Oh, that's my sisters in them. Yeah, keep going. If you if y'all get a chance, stop right there. Go go uh, go 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 down. Go down. All right. No no no. Go 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 back up to. It's the toxic one, right? Yeah yeah. The toxic. Toxic. Okay. Hey, if y'all get a chance, y'all y'all can keep this slide. Like like this is like these slides alone will help you. Like no matter what. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's just 
absolutely amazing. But all this stuff, look at this, removing lack of commitment and discipline. I have a whole book, uh, what's his name? His name is Jocko, J-O-C-O, Jocko. And he has a book called Discipline. My friend got me that book. That's what really started making me wake up at 4.30 as opposed to five. I mean, his level of discipline is absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, removing toxic thoughts and environments, the things that go into our mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that comes from social media, the environments that we're in. If I'm always in a gossipy environment, I'm telling you, I don't start gossiping until I'm around certain people. Now all of a sudden I'm, I'm, I'm chatty patty, right? Removing toxic media consumption, shows that are crazy, right? Like, 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 I, I actually, I like scandal, but that stuff will mess you up if you start <laughs> believing that stuff. Here you are trying to get, get with the president of the United States because you like, well, if Kerry Washington did it, <laughs> you know, you all mess, removing time management, like you need to remove the bad time management habits that you have. Oh, let me give y'all some. Let me let me give y'all something. Cause you on this, you guys said you want to learn how to stay focused, right? Part of success is staying focused. Let me give you a resource. Cause one thing I don't ever do is I don't ever leave a speech or anything without giving resources. Okay. I want you to download a res. Uh, uh, go to this website. It's called uh, focusmate.com. Fire, 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 fire. Focusmate.com. Focusmate is straight fire. I discovered it because I was on another call. And they, the lady was like, oh, you guys should do it. You know, it's, you can get free, but you can also pay $5 a month. It's only a cup of coffee pretty much. And I realized, I said, focus me. I've been studying using this app. You could do yoga. You could, there, let me see. Yup, there it is right there. What you do is that you get people on the other end like this. And y'all pretty much whatever task it is you're supposed to get done, they're your accountability partner right there. Okay. They're your accountability partner. It's, it's super dope. I put a, a video up on my Instagram page. So that's what that's what helps me with uh, uh time time with when you mismanage time, I, I do that. So I wake up and so so that's that's the app. Uh, let me give you guys something else too. Let me give you guys another one. It's called uh, <laughs> Minimum List. Minimum list. And that's uh M-I-N-I-M-A-L-I-S-T. That one helps me with my to-do task. So the way, like, like if you see uh, right here, it says, like, I, oh, you guys can't see it. But it, it says here, like, my interview, my whole day and everything like that. If you swipe to the right, it crosses it off. If you swipe to the left, it allows you to put a timer on your phone, and you can't pick up your phone, like, to, you. of course, you can unlock it if you really work hard. It allows you to unlock the phone, but it tells you when you pick it up, it says, put your phone down and finish the task. And you put a oh. time limit on it. Yep. Okay. Come on. That's yep. good. Come on. Especially so, so, for college students. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So so remember we were talking about earlier about planning. That's how mm-hmm. I plan my day too. Because if I put it all in my head, like, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do that, it's overwhelming. So I put it on the app. So like it, it says right here, podcast interview at 2 p.m. All I do is swipe over. There you go. That's done. Um, I think I, I did the free one for years, but then I finally just paid for it. Uh, but yeah, you put tasks and stuff like that down uh, for, for that one. And then here's another one too. I'll give you guys two. Uh, if you have an iPhone, I highly encourage you to use your notes. It has a lot of uh, 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 great features now. You can add uh, videos, you can add Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So that's a good one. Yes. So, but if you're an Android user, I want you to use Evernote. E V E R N O T. Yes. Yes. Yep. And these are all tools that will help you um, uh, stay organized, stop you from mismanaging your time, help you get all these these people who are toxic out of your life because you you now have a schedule that you're following, right? Mm. And then, uh, removing the personal finance mismanagement, to- toxic hygiene. By the way, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stop with this. I'm gonna, I know. Toxic hygiene and appearance, right? Mm-hmm. People say, never judge a book by a cover. That, that's a cute saying, but the truth is we do judge a book by a cover. That's the honest truth. When, when you pick up a book, a lot of times people will not buy a book because of the cover. They're like, I don't even want that. I don't even look good. That, that look whack. But we think it's cute to say, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, it's a cute saying. Same thing with people. We do judge people. And it's not a bad thing at all. Apparent. If I, if I came on y'all podcast, just a hot freaking mess. Hair, one half of my hair braided, the other half not braided. I'm telling y'all, oh my braiders in the middle of braiding my hair. So sorry, y'all. I'm gonna get this half done right after the interview. Y'all would be like, hey, TC, don't even hit record. Like just smile. The smile by. And we'll tell her that we had some technical issues or whatever, but we ain't putting that on T. Like, that's the way it is. So people say, well, Sade, not everyone has money. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, one of the best places I shop is Goodwill. Brand Boom. new stuff. All it's, oh, Goodwill is mm-hmm. fire. Buffalo oh, stage. Yep. Men, mm-hmm. For y'all men, it's all kind of suits in there. All kind of suits. I started shopping at Goodwill. When I started realizing where my mentors, my mentors are all, they, they got, they live a great life. And I'm like, where are you taking that? They would give me stuff. And then they'd be like, oh, we're taking the rest of Goodwill. I'm like, what? That's good quality. I said, oh, them people be at Goodwill. So I'd be at Goodwill, Salvation Army, et cetera. I bought my kids $100 worth of clothes with brand new tags on them from Goodwill. From Goodwill. I tell my son, I said, son, let me tell you one thing about you. Because yeah, he getting older, so now the girl is like, oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. I said, son, let me tell you this. I said, keep your hair brushed and a haircut. I said, make sure you have on a nice, clean shirt with some nice pants. And I said, and, sh- and, and, and clean shoes. I said, notice I didn't say new shoes. I said, just clean shoes, son. I said, you do that spray one, two things of cologne. I said, the women, they're going to fly all over you. I told my daughter, I said, I said, let me tell you this right here. I said, as a young lady, we have to carry ourselves in a certain particular way. Yeah, I wear my sweatshirt. I ain't gonna say I wear my sweatshirts and everything too. But I said we are in quarantine life right now. When I go to work, I make sure I put on my best of best. When I step outside of here, I'm representing this family. And when you have that mindset of I'm representing the family, you don't go to Walmart in pajamas. Mm. You don't go mm. to Target with flip-flop uh, uh, house mm-hmm. shoes on. That, that, and then you're going to wear the house shoes all over the house that you just got done walking and targeting. You don't do Come those on. things. You don't wear a bonnet over your head, right? When See, they ain't going to like this part. The, the women ain't going to like this part. They, look, they like, oh, you 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 too close to my alley, Sade. We don't wear a bonnet. We're going to be mad. Sade always, look at Sade. No, 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 no. Take the bonnet off your head. Uh, put you some lip gloss on and go out there and I want you to look nice and take your butt to Goodwill because they got some nice dresses up there. 
I'm not telling you you got to buy your heels from Goodwill, but I am telling you they got some nice quality clothes up there for you. And I want you to take care of yourself. Take a shower, brush your teeth, scrape your tongue, you know, buy a, a tongue scraper. So your mm -hmm. breath not stinking when your connector connects you to somebody and they can't get past the smell of your breath. And that's what they remember, right? So this is why hygiene and all these things are important, but ain't nobody really going to talk about it. But you know what they will do? They'll get themselves dressed up, put some perfume on, make sure they look good, but they'll tell you, you should just be you. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> all right. So all true. Right. Come on. That, 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 yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. Okay. All right. You are, uh, anything else? Or you need me to just stop the share? No, you can stop share. All right. Okay. There you go. All right. Um, we have like 12 minutes of your time. TC, uh, is there any, any more questions before she give her final thoughts on her social media? No, you basically hear everything. All right. I, okay. If something pops up, I'll, I'll talk about it. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, so just express yourself. Final thoughts. All right. Final thoughts. Um. If I have final thoughts to say to anybody or anyone watching this podcast, uh, one, I know that you're ahead of the curve because you're watching this podcast. Number one, yes. you're already Thank ahead you. of the curve. Thank you. So if, if you can continue staying ahead of the curve, see, I used to run track and field and the lane nine was always up front mm -hmm. and lane five, four, and one was always in the back. When the gun shoots off, it looks like lane nine is up front. But people don't know that the fastest lane in the track and field is lane five and four. People think that lane one is going to lose because they're the furthest back. But the people who are usually in lane nine are the slowest ones in the race. Lane nine and eight are the slowest. Lane five and four are the fastest, right? And lane one, two, and three, they usually are somewhere in the middle. And so what I want you guys to do is to realize that you guys are ahead of the curve. You're in lane five and lane four. When that gun goes off for you to take off, you come off that first curve, you're sprinting, you're on that first straightaway. The first straightaway, you're supposed to stand straight up. That's the first thing they teach us. You stand straight up and you run. And that's what I want you all to do in life. You run. You stand straight up. You be proud of what you've done and what you will do. You stand straight up. And in track and field, when you come off that last curve, that right arm is just swinging. I mean, it's just swinging real hard. And when you hit the middle of that curve, you give your all. And if you can't give your all, the coach will kick you off the track. By the time you finish, you should be ready to pass out. My favorite runner, Flojo, every time she, she, she ran past the finish line, she was always dead. Alex Felix, dead. All these people, like they're, like, they're ready to die because they gave their all. That's what you got to be. You, you got to give it your all no matter what. So you're in lane four and five, uh, run the race, stand tall, come off that curve strong, and give it your all. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you, you and I don't take that advice soul. to the grave because it's uh, that hit close to home. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You're speaking to my soul with yeah. that one. Because we definitely. all need to hear that sometimes. Because sometimes we feel like we're in the slow lane. We can't proceed properly. But sometimes we have to tell ourselves, like, yo, you there. Like, just keep on moving, son. You good. Like, yes. So thank you for that. Yeah. 
And y'all, hey, y'all keep doing this podcast. Super proud of y'all. I got a chance to watch some of the other episodes and stuff. So y'all, nice. y'all shout out to y'all. Keep it going. Can't wait to see episode 600 and everything. Y'all keep it hey. going. Come Bye. on. Hey. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so yes. much. Uh, I, y'all, I can wait to be the 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 uni- the whole verse number one motivational speaker. People like, oh, that's Shade in Utah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Shade in Aruba right now speaking. What? Oh, she she's speaking against. What? 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 She's speaking to a what? Two thousand people. Oh, mm-hmm. come on. Hey, next next yeah. episode, um, whenever y'all y'all allow me to come on here again, we'll have to bring Brian on here, and we'll, come on. we'll have to share the story about if you look up if it's a video called "What Are You Reaching For?" Um, and mm-hmm. in fact, this is my first book. What are you reaching for? You can't really change. You, you could. It's my first book right here. This is my second book, the Opportunity Guy. Oh okay. man, my background messed it up. But um, what are you reaching for? If you if you YouTube that video, um, that video has over a million over a million hits. Uh, but maybe when 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 I, I y'all let me know whenever y'all want Brian. Brian Brian used to do the best motivational video. I don't care who your favorite person is who put out videos. Brian from Beats Reloaded put out the best videos. Everyone knew who Brian was, right? And so I, I'll um if you guys want, I'll connect you to Brian, and I'll have to tell yes. the story about how we connected. Um, please, please. Yes. Let, let, yeah. After this podcast, let's let we can set it up. Yeah. Yes. Whatever, whatever day is available for y'all. We're going to talk. Well, yes. Definitely. Especially Women's History Month is coming up, too. You said what? Oh, yes. Women's, um, yes. Women's Month is coming ah, up soon, too. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is. Yep. yep. So Come definitely. On. I appreciate mm-hmm. y'all. Thank y'all for this opportunity. No, Pop. Oh, thank thank you. you for coming. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Right. I'll talk to y'all right. soon. Y'all stay blessed. Same. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. Then you got it. Yep. Yo. All right. So a lot of things to what she said. I'm. What I'm going to do is um. Once once this comes on uh the anchor Spotify on YouTube, I will uh post it on the description link. So. Mm-hmm. People um prepare for that. That way, y'all don't have to be like, "What did she say?" Huh? Wait, 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 hold on. Let me catch that. Yeah, so I I, I got you. So yeah, that's much it. So mm-hmm. already know. On to the next episode. Yeah. TC. Anything else before we end this? Oh, happy New Year. <laughs> huh. Facts. Yeah, twenty 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 one. Yeah. Happy New Year. Come on. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So this is this is the thing of uh, you know. What she just dropped gems tonight should be applied the whole 2021. Not just 2021. Years well, to come. Like you actually you're right. You're yeah, definitely about that TC. Yeah. So yeah. So so definitely applied to that. So yeah. There you have it, guys. Word. All right, guys. <laughs>